0: Hello and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast You are joined by your usual host, we've got Ryan Hello have got Tom and myself, uh, Josh. Uh, how 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 we all going? How we all guys? How are we all, goo- are we all, are we all doing, guys? <laughs> Starting with Tom.
1: <laughs> I'm doing great, thank you, buddy. Uh, loving this warmth. Uh, it's my favourite thing ever. Um, I'm definitely not boiling. Uh, but no, I've had a, I've had a good week. Uh, I've had a very uh, hobby tastic week. I've had uh, various bits and pieces of hobby that I've been. Involved in and/or doing. Uh, so obviously we've had uh, a couple of games. We had called Cthulhu uh, for myself and Ryan. We had mm-hmm. uh, Pathfinder on Wednesday. Um, we've got Warhammer tonight. Uh, so very busy. That was starting um, to sound
0: like that, uh, uh, like a very nerdy version of that Craig David song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and I've been doing some painting as well, I've been working on my, my Legion stuff, so I've been excellent. working through that kind of, just want to have a spare 20 minutes here and there mm-hmm. when I'm sat downstairs, so I've made some nice progress there, and I've been doing some planning for our upcoming crossover as well, so um, it's been a busy week.
0: Yeah, excellent, glad to hear it, glad to hear it. Um, tell me, well, uh, maybe maybe Ryan, you can tell me how your week was and t- talk about this Call of Cthulhu session.
2: Uh, well, the Call of Cthulhu session started off uh, pretty pretty well. We were in a... Well, I say pretty well. We just survived a plane crash, uh, okay. and we were uh, in the middle of a quarantine zone investigating some eldritch disease, or oh, presumed lovely. eldritch disease that had uh, crossed over. Um, mm-hmm. During our investigations, we went into a jungle and... like. Half of the party just got destroyed by this twenty foot tall uh is it a gug?
1: Tom? It was a gug. Yeah. Yes. Uh yeah, it was a, a huge gug um creature that, that absolutely went through you. Yeah. Can I just, can yeah.
0: just put my hand up here. What exactly is a gug? So is,
1: in Call of Cthulhu, they exist in, in a couple of settings. They're in Pathfinder as well. Um, but in Call of Cthulhu, they're a 20-foot tall, sort of humanoid-shaped, uh, mm. but they've got kind of uh, grayish skin and fur, like leathery skin and fur. Their arms, when it gets to the elbow, it splits into two arms. Oh! It starts as one arm, but then splits into two at the elbow. And they have these big clawed hands. And then their heads are basically uh like um a Venus spheres that yeah. have like a, a cut like from the front to the back that opens up into their mouth, which is filled with like rows and rows of teeth. So like their the top of their head basically opens up into this big fanged more. um, essentially. They're they're nasty things and they're very, mm-hmm. very strong. Uh this thing was like breaking trees or you know it's, it's that level of, of powerful physique
2: mm-hmm. yeah so it claimed the life of uh our was it myself and colin uh i know uh, it was myself certainly
1: killed you and colin it yes. nearly killed kenny uh mm-hmm. it, it took kenny down to like in uh pulp cthulhu you can basically if you die and you have enough look points you could spend all your look points to survive so Kenny had to use all his look points to survive that as well mm-hmm. so basically um, had a very injured Kenny with no look points and Claire left mm-hmm. yeah
2: uh so uh to add to this, we had discovered that one of you know one of the belongings of the you know of the company that we're with was a magical bomb uh that basically was the equivalent or slight superior to. Uh, one of the, the bombs that were dropped on uh, Hiroshima.
0: Oh, wonderful.
2: Yeah, so like a good couple mile radius was, uh, you know, and, and the bomb was uh, set to go off in an indeterminate amount of time. hmm So uh, when the party came, or you know, the remainder of the party came back to the, the camp to try and figure out what was going on, and somebody said, oh, someone was taking that weird box into the jungle mm-hmm. uh, an indeterminate amount of time ago. The other the the remaining party decided it's not worth it we are we're you know that thing is set to explode so we are going to get the hell out of dodge uh and unfortunately a a fumbled drive check in the vehicle that the getaway vehicle during the explosion mm-hmm. uh claimed the life of the remaining party
0: oh uh, well if you're going to go go by nuclear detonation i suppose
2: it's the only way to be sure <laughs> it's uh,
1: it, it's brutal that, to to basically die because of a poor driver or roll, but mm-hmm. I was just running the, the the module that we were playing, uh, which I won't say what it is. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who might mm. want to play it. Yeah, um, I was just running it as as written. Um, well, so yeah, that was the end of <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> you weren't running it as written because it was suggested that you run multiple random encounters, and we only ran one
1: suggested
2: yeah okay it suggested yes. we ran multiple random encounters <laughs> we only had the one and it killed yeah. half of our party <laughs> yeah the good was enough oh really. uh, yeah yeah that
1: was, that was more than enough random encounters uh yeah in, in my book uh, um it?
2: yeah it was a shame because like i was enjoying the the characters but mm. uh it was a, it was an interesting way to go out uh, and yeah. that mystery remains unsolved there's just a a. A crater missing out of a good part of the the place we were in, uh, and no record of what happened.
1: But the good news is that Ryan's going to start gemming in that slot, so I get a night off, and also yeah. we get to play Ryan's game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so was that we... in order of importance for you, Tom? No, not at all.
1: Not at all.
2: Well, uh, it was in order of import- uh, order of importance for me because uh, you know Tom does a lot for us, and I wanted him to have a chance to sit back and enjoy. Mm-hmm. thank you uh so i'm going to be running Waterdeep deep dragon heist uh i will not be running it from you know as as per the book because the book uh suggest the title suggests you're going to be doing an oceans 11
0: yeah uh, that's certainly adventure. what i think uh, my understanding of dragon heist is
2: there's n- very little in the way of like planned heists right um or like you, you can flavor them as heists, but there's like maybe one heist. Uh, right.
1: I mean, it is called Dragon Heist, not singular. Dragon
2: Heist. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be running a couple of um, additional bits, uh, mm-hmm. replacing a couple of things. Uh, and uh, I've already run it once, once before, so I kind of know uh, the path I want, at least which of the a combined number of paths I want the story to take that works well for how I like how. Um, this group will go I think Mm -hmm. so I'm looking forward to that I've been spending a bit of time on Roll20 trying to figure out uh, how to pull my old uh, music over and I'm trying to decide whether or not I'll just want to put you guys into the same uh, game as the other guys that I ran it for or just have it fresh
0: yeah that's something I've been thinking about uh, recently. Is uh, the music and the ambience for mm. for when you, I'm running like a, this Dungeons and Dragons game? I do want to have on hand, like you know, a couple of fairly long tracks that I can play for when they're in the tavern, when they're in the forest, when they're mm. like fighting. So there is
1: an easy fix for that. Uh-huh. that you can do, it, I certainly know you can do in your house because I've been in your house, uh, You Spotify has playlists yeah. on it and you can create your own playlist. So this is what I used to do pre-Roll 20 when, when you guys would come to the old Casa Tom uh, uh-huh. and you basically make playlists on Spotify and then you just put the songs that you need to on repeat when, yeah. when they come up. Takes a little bit more prep time, no more than doing it in Roll20 does, though, realistically. Um, and then you could do different playlists as well. So you could do like tavern playlists and have a bunch of different tavern musics. So you could yeah. do wilderness playlists. You could do ambience playlists. The only thing that I think Spotify isn't as good for that I really enjoy doing, especially in Star Wars games, is you can't really put sound effects in it, like, yeah. it as easily. <laughs> so, you know, I can't put in, you know, my little ship's taking off and let. Um, well, r3, scream. Web. And r3 screaming which is yeah. one of my favorite ones for, <laughs> for josh um but you can you can certainly make some some solid playlists yeah and spotify's got a wealth of material on it now so yeah. like it
0: was it was amazon music that i was searching because that's my mm. that's the one that i'm subscribed to so right okay i'm sure like i did find a very cursory look i did find some things there so what? i'm sure if i and dive deep into that i'll find ones that i'm happy with
2: worst comes to worst there are youtube videos that are just like an hour of tavern music or an hour of this mm. and you can just even look up youtube youtube loop which
1: is just yeah. the youtube url with the word loop after the word youtube but do you do you have a youtube subscription otherwise you're oh. gonna get like adverts for Viagra mm. in the middle of your gaming session.
0: Maybe you get adverts for Viagra, but... I do get
1: adverts for Viagra. (laughs) Excessively so, in fact. It is a bit of a running joke. I am apparently of an age where my social media feed feels that I need Viagra. Before anyone says it, no, I haven't done searches for Viagra. Although I have said it now multiple times in front of my phone, so I'm going to get even more now. (laughs) Uh, You're just going to get
2: alerts from Amazon.
1: Yep. You've been, you've,
2: uh, you've got a subscription set up.
1: There's this there's, this this is a slight tangent and I apologise. Uh, there's this advert that I keep getting on my Facebook pop but it's a Viagra, advert. and it's it's the meme of like a woman licking her lips, you know, like kind of thirsty mm. look, and it's like when well, she sees you popping the blue pill, and I was like, are they memeing on Viagra like that's so, that's a bit of a weird one. Yeah.
2: Social media man, uh, there's somebody managing that account, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's someone yeah. Who's, uh, who's in
0: touch. Yeah. There we go.
2: So, speaking, of, uh, not, you know, speak, speaking of being in
0: touch, I don't know. Oh, um... I'm glad I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I'm so glad that speak, that's not there. Speaking that... of erectile dysfunction.
2: <laughs> uh, no, speak, speaking of uh, being in touch. Uh...
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to give Tom a moment.
2: Yeah, let's take a second.
0: Yeah. Spe- speaking of which, this is how my wallet is going to get f***ed.
2: <laughs> you know that no that's actually the better segue uh i have actually picked up the core set uh, i was gonna plan to do it uh for um you know after i get paid but i had a bit of a windfall so i've picked up the core uh republic no yeah republic versus separatist uh clone wars legion set so i've got that coming tomorrow uh and i've picked up a couple of extra paints for the battle droids uh and i'm uh, looking forward to getting into assembling and playing that
1: yeah, yeah we're having a uh myself and ryan are having a all being well uh, a painting mm. weekend next weekend mm-hmm. uh we're gonna gonna sit down on one of the days we've not planned out the logistics yet but we're gonna sit down and smash out some some painting all being well um, nice yeah gonna crack through maybe even have a game we'll see how it goes yeah um, see how things work out yeah awesome yeah that's gonna be quite good um about, Should we talk um... about Janko? Actually, hang on. Yeah. That's how Josh is.
0: Yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I haven't been doing an awful lot of gaming this week. We're on a bit of a summer break for my D&D campaign that I'm in. Um, I have been tangentially related. I am now caught up on Stranger Things. So, yeah. Um, you know, the TV show where a bunch of teenagers save the world with Dungeons & Dragons, Kate Bush and Metallica kind of speaks to me, so yeah. I I've, I've very much enjoyed that. As well as it should. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, I'm, I'm still playing Magic the Gathering Arena on my phone again. Um, nothing fancy to report about that other than, um, yeah, I'm still playing uh, Jund, uh, so I'm Do enjoying that. You... Sorry to interrupt you. Do you, um, do you
1: buy stuff on that, or do you just like play it free-to-play? In the
0: past, I have bought stuff on it. At the moment, I am just uh, free-to-play. Right, okay. I've, I've managed to... When I, when it first came out, I played it absolutely tons. Yeah. And I've accumulated like quite a lot of the uh, wild cards that you mm. can convert to whatever card you need it to be, depending on the rarity. Yeah. So I've still got plenty of wild cards that I haven't spent. So if there's like a deck I want to try, and apart from anything else, you, you tend to get a lot of the same cards in, mm. in decks, right? Mm-hmm. Um so I it means that I can uh just give various different decks a go and it's probably not gonna cost me an awful lot to do it. Is
1: there thing where like if you buy packs you get cards in arenas so, or like, if you buy them in real life you get them in arena or something i know no. that the
2: uh pokemon trading card game does that but right, okay. i don't think i've seen that f- you know uh, you can get uh if you go to pre-releases uh you can get pack codes yeah right for a free shot at the uh, online pre-release right
1: okay yeah
2: um, so you get the cards from that digitally but i don't think you get card pack codes. See, that would be cool. It's yeah. like,
1: you know how you get, like, the splat card in, like, your pack sometimes that has, mm-hmm. like, either a token or whatever. it be cool if, like, on the back of that it had, like, a little, like, scratch-off thing and, like, that maybe if you got, like, five of those you got, like, a pack in, you know, so, um, arena or something.
0: You yeah. can, it, it, they have done in some of the booster packs like little codes that you, right. uh, you can get, like, a pack on arena for, but it's not like there's one in every single pack, and it's definitely not like because Pokemon they actually give you the exact same the cards exact same as well. cards, yeah. So if you Which... pull
2: like something rare from that pack,
1: you can just yeah. go on and have it digitally as well, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean that's fair enough. I, I I think that's a really good idea. It's one thing that like I really like about Modiphius, uh, and I think Chaosium do it as well. Mm. Uh, mm. Is like if you buy books from them, you get the PDF
0: for free. I yeah, I think that should be like standard for hobby yeah. books now, and it kind of annoys me that like Games Workshop and well, Games Workshop kind of do it with the like unlocking the content. On yeah, you the unlock
1: it app. on the apps, don't you? Now that's yeah. that's yeah. kind of that's a good halfway step, especially for Games Workshop, who aren't you know great for giving things away. Yeah, uh, but
0: like Wizards of the Coast don't do it with their D and D manuals. No, D and D Beyond it.
1: doesn't do it, which I think is a bit unfair, yeah. really, that, you know, yeah. you pay full price for a physical book, and then you have to basically pay it again to get it on an app. And then you have to pay it again to get it on Roll20.
2: <laughs> the critical role, uh one, the Taldori Reborn expansion, uh or that the Taldori Reborn book has it, now that yeah. they've got the digital version of it available. Mm.
0: Yep. Yeah, I have that as well. Um, mm. Okay, maybe it's something that they're going to do going forward? No, because or...
1: Taldori Reborn's not no. Wizards. It's uh... Darrington Press. Yeah. It's their own uh, supplement. Right. It's not an uh, official uh, D&D product uh, wow. by that measure. Um Yeah, if you're, if you're listening Wizards, which I'm sure you are, uh get get your shit together.
2: <laughs> Wizards has their finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: sure they do. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're like, oh, listen to this uh, small Scottish podcast. That's, that's not even Scottish anymore. We're, you're in England and we're <laughs> both English. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: this weird
2: cross-border weird, yeah. yes. podcast.
0: Cross podcast yeah mm-hmm. um, right we could segue from uh wizards of the coast into a product coming from wizards of the coast mm-hmm. Would, do you want to join us fill us in on D&D onslaught ryan that yes from, so, from the gen con coverage
2: yeah so uh there is a, an announcement from gen con that uh or it was, from, it was a little bit before. It was like um, announced back in May, but they had their mm-hmm. first showing in Gen Con uh, of D&D Onslaught, which is a <clears throat> uh, faction-based um, uh, skirmish game. So you either mm-hmm. play as uh, named characters from the uh, Harpers, which are mm-hmm. the good guys, uh, sort of like bards and spies across Don't the you
1: finger quotations
2: that Harper's are good guy's like yeah so um I might be misremembering from another uh bit of uh d d lore so maybe it was like a double agent Harper but there was some guy uh from a book that I was like I think this guy's supposed to be the good guy but he turned out to be a bit of a scum uh but yeah so the, the Harper's are the good guys definitely the bad guys are the Zentor, uh, who they are playing who you're playing against they're the sort mm-hmm. th- of th- like thieves and black market network uh, of, uh, I was about to say Galarian, but they're favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a 6v6 objective based with the occasional wandering monster or like the monster is the target. The idea is you're supposed to you know either loot the treasure or fight the monster before the other team. Uh, and it is it appears to be based around character cards, which I'm i really am a fan of like they Mm -hmm. there's a uh several uh dials within the character card that you can roll to you know show your health show if you've upgraded the character or not show if you've used the power uh and uh there are like pre-printed maps and scenarios that come with it which i'm always a fan of uh, Mm -hmm. as opposed to having to get it comes with uh, like minis for both sides which is six units each so it's 12 units mm-hmm. for player characters uh and a good handful of monster minis as well including like yeah. kobolds black dragons so <clears throat> pardon me the you can you can i think the scale is the same as the other whiz kids or
0: like pre-printed D minis mm-hmm.
2: so you can use them in your collection as well
0: which i yeah i sus uh, i i do wonder how many people are going to pick this up just to grab the miniatures. I mean, it's a
2: it's a good chunk of minis <clears> because you get like four kobolds a troll and etin, two gnolls and a black young black dragon. The young
1: black dragon looks really cool. Yeah, are they it's painted same... or is it? Um... They are pre painted. Pre painted, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: so they all come pre built and pre painted, uh, and at least the renderings that we're that I'm seeing here look impressive. The detail on the young black dragon is is impressive, and if you're if like if you're one of the flagship monsters for the game system you're playing like if if you're one half of the name of the game that you're playing uh you should have like a decent looking mini
1: for it
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah definitely it's been your your mileage tends to vary with the D&D miniatures i found um some can be quite good some of the pre-painted stuff is a bit off like yeah. it kind of looks like it almost looks like the paint has been misaligned sometimes. Like you know, yeah. the eye is like halfway behind where the eye should be and stuff. Yeah, uh, which is I've weird. seen
2: that with the uh, blind box mini. Oh no, not with the blind box minis. It's weird. The ones that come in the clear fronted box where you have mm. like a selection of all the minis, they can be a wee bit ski with. Yeah, but I've always found that the blind box blind box minis tend to be quite consistent. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll never like. I'll never slate pre-painted minis because they have a they have a place you know they're mm. they're quick and easy they tend to be quite cheap um mm-hmm. comparatively you know if you're not one for miniatures painting either because you don't want to invest in the resources for it or you don't enjoy it or you physically can't do it you know any of those reasons they're, they're good for that kind of purpose to have them on the table um which is really really good mm. but I, I always think painting your own is is preferable mm-hmm. where possible
0: yeah well uh this is coming out in January 2023 so uh watch the space and uh, we'll uh if, if we pick it up uh we'll uh, we'll let you know what our thoughts are um moving on uh Tom you wanted to talk about uh the Ennies that happened uh, over at GenCon con last weekend
1: yeah so uh a few uh weeks back uh, we discussed the Ennies which were coming the Tabletop RPG Awards. Uh, and we kind of went over a few of the categories that we were interested in, some of the people that had been nominated. Uh, we kind of showed our hands at how ignorant mm-hmm. we are of uh, some things in the community we had yep. no idea what they were. Uh, but uh, we did discuss it, and we said we'd kind of have a chat about the results when they came in. Uh, what's made that really, really easy for us is that Chaosium, the publishers of Call of Cthulhu, pretty much swept a lot of the categories. Uh, They actually got a clean sweep in that they won every category that they were nominated for, uh, Mm -hmm. which was six different categories. Um, They won Best Supplement for Cults of Cthulhu, Best Podcast Mm -hmm. for Ain't Slayed Nobody. Not uh, Unlucky Frog Gaming, unfortunately. Uh, Best Best Aid Accessory Digital. Uh, They got Silver uh, for Masks of Nalathotep. Best production value, uh, Call of Cthulhu gamer prop set. Best non digital accessory for uh, Call of Cthulhu classic gamer prop sets. That's the same mm-hmm. uh thing. And product of the year for funnily enough, Call of Cthulhu classic gamer prop set. Uh, so that prop set did really well for them. Yeah, it did uh, a lot of heavy lifting there. <laughs> yes, yeah, as, as far as the uh, the NEs go, which is you know, really, really good. Uh, so yeah, it was really, really good to see. Um, Obviously, Chaosium, who are a, uh, a publisher that are quite near and dear to my heart because they do Call of Cthulhu, which is a system I love. Also, in the few interactions I've had with them uh, through ourselves, they've always been really, really positive. Yeah, um, absolutely. They, When we did our silly little Josh plays the solo adventure, uh, I think mm-hmm. we did Into the Flames. Uh, they very kindly republished it uh, on their social media for us. Um, so I'm quite happy to see them winning. Uh, obviously, there were other categories uh, that they didn't win, uh, so that was uh, not too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. So we had uh, Darrington Press won the fan award for best publisher. Uh, okay. So if you don't know, those are the, that's Critical Role's publishing arm, essentially. Their
0: the, the army of fans will have uh, made sure that
1: they won that. Yeah, you're you're kind of uh, up against it there when it comes to the fan mm-hmm. basis. I think uh, I would have been impressed if, if anyone else had uh, won that. Um, the gold for the best uh, aid accessory was a, a game called Mork Borg, which is a game I've heard of but never really engaged with. They won the Digital Monster Generator. Mm-hmm. Uh Best art interior was the One Ring RPG second edition, which doesn't surprise me because the Lord of the Rings One Ring art is beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is well deserved. Um, You. you, Guess what won best game? We did talk about this. Was uh, it Thirsty Sword Lesbians? It was Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Hey, let's Uh, go. That that one. Best uh, best game gold by Evil Hat Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't go through the rest of them. Uh, if you want to have a look at all of the winners, do go and have a look. Uh, we've named the majority there, but there are a few more that are worth your time having a read over. Oh, best setting as well, Taldoric campaign setting, Reborn yeah. on that. Uh, so that's another one for the uh, the Critical Role fans. So uh, yeah, good good uh, result of the ennis for for a lot of those, and nice to see some smaller publishers get getting a couple of awards as well
0: yeah excellent Mm -hmm. now you did mention lord of the rings so i I can segue into this new announcement from games workshop that they've got a new lord of the Rings starter set coming out so uh they are going to be releasing uh lord of the rings battle of osgiliath box set so this is um Set in Osgiliath, which uh, if 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 you don't remember is a ruined town uh, on the outskirts of Minas Tirith, uh, the factions look to be Mordor orcs versus uh, Rangers of Gondor, uh, which is cool. Uh, I, I love both of those. Um, you get a troll in the box set, which is uh, nice to get a big um, uh, a big monster uh, to play with. Um, the, I can't remember his name, but the leader of the Mordor Trolls is actually the really messed-up-looking orc that's in the film with, like, the withered arm. Um, he has a name, and he I can't remember... Yeah, and I can't remember it.
1: I, I know it, but because you've said that... Dam- no, it's not Damrod. Uh, oh, what's he called? Gothmog
0: mm-hmm. is his name. Yeah, um... Um, It's in the brief. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, uh, it looks and it comes with some uh, ruined terrain as well for for, uh, Osgiliath, which I really like it when these uh, sort of skirmish or miniatures war games come with terrain as well, because Mm -hmm. that's such a big part of, or should be such a big part of making the battlefield look interesting Rather yeah. than just like a kitchen table with some cans, some as, uh, <laughs> Yes.
1: So I, I, do think I will say the the terrain is beautiful. I mean, I'm a big terrain fan uh, mm. anyway. If for anyone that, that knows me, uh, the asgillith terrain that they've got in this is really nice. Looks quite sturdy as well. Would also work really well for Warhammer Warcry. Um,
0: you could probably use it for science fiction settings as well. It's not like completely out. It, it looks like. A ruined city. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be completely out of the. Uh, Add a couple well of barrels, you're, and
2: you set. The yeah.
1: the only thing I would say about this, so they've put in new sculpts for Faramay, uh Madrill and Damrod on the Gondorian mm-hmm. side, which look like they are stunning sculpts, uh, having a quick gander at them uh, and mm-hmm. kind of blend in nicely with the terrain in the box set as well. Mm. The problem. Uh-oh. Is that they're using the old Gondor minis, which are probably twenty years old at this point, if not older. I don't think they've aged too
0: badly, but yeah, they definitely uh, they they are definitely looking dated when yeah. when stood next to those new sculpts. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they they're, they're taken on their own, they're fine,
1: like they are passable. But when you put them next to the new sculpts. I do think it shows their age quite a bit. They look mm-hmm. a bit flat. Um and they they kind of lack, you know, the detail um that the the others have as well. Uh, which is a shame. Uh especially since those new sculpts are really nice. I do yeah, I think that's kind of my one criticism. I would have liked to have seen new sculpts for the the Gondorians and the Orcs yeah. as well. Uh, and that troll as because well, that troll model is quite an old model and it's not not the best. It's not terrible either, but uh, it's not yeah, the best.
0: I think, like, I, I think, like, the Middle Earth miniatures have aged. I would say they've aged better than the miniatures games Workshop were producing at the same time for their other games. Um, I would they, agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I guess it's because they're more realistically proportioned, mm-hmm. maybe, and less stylized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. Because I do think I I just I don't play uh, the Middle Earth um, war uh, game, but mm. I still get tempted to pick up like a box set of the Fellowship of the Ring because that'd just be cool to have on display. Yeah, yeah so. I still. I, sorry, Ryan, go ahead.
2: No, I was, was going to say like uh, the fact that you can just buy the Lord of the Rings cast and have them you know and have them to paint is pretty mm.
1: neat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I have a Lord of the Rings force. And I have quite a few of the the characters as well from different boxes. I was really into it when it first released mm-hmm. when I was like 14, 15, something like yeah. that. Me and my friends like went in hard. I actually bought uh, Helm's Deep. Like you mm-hmm. could get this, this yeah. level like Helm's Deep. It was only like a corner. Mm-hmm. It was basically like a gate and like some walls. And it was like 60 quid, I think. It was really expensive. Yeah. I, I was mm. so I, I was so proud of it. And I left it in my mate's attic. And I think it's still in this guy's attic. Like oh, wow. 20 years later, like it's in his parents' house. And I don't think they ever like cleared that out. So I suspect it's in a box pushed in a corner somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I should get that back
0: one day. I was just <laughs> going to say, you know what so, to do, Tom. So yep.
2: do, you, do you mind if I just like come in and raid your parents' attic for a bit? Because I'm thinking there's a bit of terrain that's left here.
0: I think think it'd
1: be even better if I just like rock up at his parents' house one day, who who must be fairly old by this point as well. And Mm -hmm. just like knock on the door and be like, Hello, I'd like to get some stuff out of your attic that I left in years ago. Yeah. That's,
2: That's the absolute best approach. I can't see any problems happening with that whatsoever. I
1: honestly yeah. don't know if I could get into his attic. So his his attic was he had like one of those pull down ladders, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which was really sturdy. It was it was a good ladder. We used to go up and down it all the time when we were kids. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could make it up or down that thing now. Like I'd probably kill myself at some juncture Aww. on it. You know, no, what I'm, you not, have I'm not to do. joking. Like it's
2: you know what you have to do, but you don't think you have the strength to do. Yeah,
0: it. you know, it's, it's an old, <laughs> it's a young man's game. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just, I just I just want to take a moment to appreciate Ryan's. Uh, uh, paraphrasing there of Lord of the Rings, so thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's very appropriate. Yeah, uh,
1: but yeah, I still have some. I have a Goblin army. I did a, a Moria Goblin and a Goblin Town Goblin yeah. Combo Force, um, which is kind of
0: gathering dust in my cupboard because
1: I never play it. But I'm too sentimental to get rid of it.
0: Oh, yeah. I it's it's a game I've never played, and I keep thinking, oh, I'd love to give it a go one day. But frankly, I've I've kind of got too many other things that I need to get done before. Yeah, especially
1: with your uh, upcoming Star Wars Legion set that you'll be uh, investing
0: in. Nope. Yep. No. <laughs> fits. No. I'm, I'm, I'm being firm on this one. I'm okay. being very firm on this one. No. guys uh, he's had some Viagra. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Um, Viagra, <laughs> this, this episode is not sponsored by Viagra, but Viagra, if you're listening to us, We're it open could open to it! <laughs> right. Are we going to draw the episode to a close? I think the only other thing to mention is uh, two weeks' time to Tabletop Scotland.
1: Yeah, that's, that's great and scary in equal measure. Yes. Um, We're we about are... to
0: go write a pub quiz. Well,
1: we've written half of it.
0: Uh, yeah we we're, we're,
1: we did half of it last week we need to do the next half this week and then uh, that's us yeah. stretcher.
0: I I just need to make some acquisitions of uh, some uh, audio equipment Ooh. yes yeah, before, and before we need
1: we some uh, paper and pens for our our quiz comers quiz, mm-hmm. quiz
0: quiz goers quiz I would have go I would yeah. have gone
1: with goers okay yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean it's going to be a good quiz you never know
0: <laughs> oh jeez oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: for
2: more stellar highbrow comedy, such as yeah. this, come you along know with what you came here for No. so No, so, what like, anyone came here for, Tom. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening, as always, and until next time, take care. Bye. 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 <laughs>